such a beautiful place. This building, yeah, it's good. Isn't it's kind it? of pretty good. Yeah, because the bones are really good, but you, but it's all been renovated before you. So we did um, just a big fresh quarter pan really downstairs with a big oval table or a big communal table at the front, and this is always here. This room, mm. dining room was always here. We just put some blankets in. Just cleaned it up. It was really dirty and stuff. Yeah, and you've got a basement as well. Got a cellar as well. I'll show you around it before. Yeah, nice. We've got another yeah. private garden over here. So. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so how many seats is there? But one fifty in total. In total. That's including downstairs, yep. dining room, three private dining rooms. I see twenty. Wow. Okay. And then outside seats about twenty. Outside seats twenty. Bar seats thirty-five. Yeah. Dining room seats 40, yeah. and you got the three rooms that seat 20, 20, and 20. Okay, and so are there nights when you do have private functions on at the same time as with different menus, I suppose? So we just keep we keep the private dining menus to set menu. Okay. So $65 banquet style menu sharing. Yeah. So it's, it flows pretty good. Enjoy. Good to eat. Beautiful. Yeah. I was reading that um, that it's, it's kind of if you're going more for rather than saying fine dining, that it's more like neighborhood. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just approachable food. But then I was looking at your menu and it's pretty fancy still. <laughs> it, might, it might sound fancy, but it's pretty simple on the plate. Right, yeah. It's not like fancy, fancy, it's not three or four elements on each plate. There's yep. no fiddly plating up, it's all pretty. It's all, it's all about flavor yeah. and quality and quantity. That's consistency, really, yeah. is, is the main thing. Something you can have, you can come for a special occasion or you can come three nights a week. You can get a bowl pass for $22 every night. Or you can come and have a $55 or you steak. It just depends on what you want. Yeah, no. I think that's why the bar area, it's good to separate it from the, the dining room. The dining room is more of a special occasion. In the bar, you can come every day of the week. Yeah. You sit outside and have a drink and a snack, and it's yeah. just easy and The light's so nice, isn't it? The light was coming through into that private dining room. It's really good. those big windows. Good. This, is, this is good, but the other one's a little bit darker. Like This, this mm. is really good, so it's got a nice light. Yeah. And the dining room is good as well, so yeah, it's come. So did you have a clean slate when you came here in terms of what you wanted on the menu? And, um, you could just, was it more or less? Well, I spoke to Andy and Travis as well because they, they're the owners, I'm not an owner yet. And um, basically, just what I said approachable food that goes with wine. Mm. So, so it's like there's not a lot of chili, stuff that doesn't conflict if you have a nice bottle of wine. It's not going to spoil your nice bottle of wine. So, mm. we, we designed the food around the wine. Okay. More, about, more than the food around, more, more than. We did the wine list and then we chose the food around that. Okay. So that suited that. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a big wine emphasis here. Nice. Yeah. Now, I went somewhere else and they talked about that and how that is quite different to, to do the wine first mm. and then the food. Because usually it's you get the food and then you think what wine. Well, if food. you get the balance wrong, it's like if you order a three hundred dollar burgundy, you've got a dish full of chilies, it's just kind of ruin your wine. That can taste That's anything. right. Yeah. You want to taste. If you're spending money, you want to taste the wine. Mm. So we, we we try not to use a lot of chili. We use a little bit here and there, but nothing that's too overpowering. Yeah. Which is good. And you were 10 years with the McConnell group. 10 right? years with Andrew, yeah. With Andrew, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then just one year, or not, maybe not even a year, the... Gilton? Gilton. I was Gilton for maybe, yeah, just close nine months, eight months. Yeah. yeah. And, then, um, and then here, it must be quite different going from... Because it's quite a big group. I mean, these guys here, well, you're all really... Um, yeah, we've all come we've from, got lots we've of... We've all come from part of a big group thing. You have. But, um, Groups, I think the big group is good, but it's good to get away and kind of mm. branch out and do something different. It's back to something small. Yeah. Because big groups are quite structured and it's quite repetitive sometimes. Yeah. Where here it's like we've all got a pretty good experience, but it's 
kind of like a clean slate. So start again and Andy and Travis are on the floor, which is really good. So you've got two owners on the floor, yeah. which is really good. That is really good. It's like usually it's just you've got a chef in the kitchen and then the manager's just someone. So it's really good having like yeah. really good people. It's probably the best for an house I've worked with, which is good. Since oh, in Melbourne. Wow. Like it's really good. And um, awesome. And um, cheers. Thank you. Um, before you were with um, Andrew, what were you... So I arrived here in... I'll give you a brief icon. I arrived here in 2000, New Year's Eve 2000. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like starting a new century. It's <laughs> like, um, for Paul Wilson at Radii it's at the Parakite for about six months. And then I went for Paul and we opened a botanical. Chris Lucas had it, or Chris Lucas also. So I was there at the botanical with Paul and Chris for two and a half years. Yeah. And then I went to Circa, where Andrew, when Andrew took over for Michael Amby, so mm. I went and worked for Andrew. That's where I started off with Andrew, to 2005, it was like Christmas 2005, I went to Circa. And then I went 312, HF, Concert HF, then stepped out, development chef across the group, overseeing all the kitchens with the guys. Yeah, so what does that really involve, development chef? Because I've heard that in a few different places, and I, I suppose it means you're coming up with ideas and then training the chefs. Oh, with Andrew, different... was, yeah, it was coming up with menu items, helping yeah. the guys, fresh pair of eyes. Yeah. Just having a fresh pair of eyes in a restaurant, kind of, I kind of, week, four restaurants over a month, probably a week here and a week there and a week there, and then just helping training young yeah. people, helping the guys with menu ideas, suppliers, and Mainly menu ideas, because I think when you're in the kitchen all the time, you're really busy. Mm. You just get, you don't have any visions, just like tunnel vision. Mm. I think having a fresh pair of eyes every week just to see things you're not seeing and yeah. help them develop and help them and with something. It is too. a really big part, isn't it, of being a head chef, that, that whole training idea. But then if you're specifically in that more of a training role, what's, what's your style? Are you um, a showing kind of a person or a telling kind of a person? Show and tell. Yeah. you got to be, you got to be, you, you got to be... I think as I've got older, I've got a bit more mature and <laughs> probably easier, easier to deal with. But um, I think, especially for the young people, you've got to show them, you've got to tell them, and mm. you've got to watch them do it and make sure they're doing it properly. I think the big thing is consistency with showing them and explaining why you do it this way and why you do it and the reasons behind it. Mm. And then actually giving, putting up a t- maybe a dish that doesn't taste very good and get them to taste it so they can taste it. Yeah. I mean, if, they, if, it's, if it's too salty, just things like that, they always taste it so they know. Because I think everyone makes mistakes, but they don't really, unless you tell them and show them, they're going to keep on doing it. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be forgiving at times, but mm. shit happens. Especially in busy restaurants, it's just, just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. It's super normal when you have like 25 chefs on the roster. There's always, you just got to be, and the big thing is just everything's got to be standardized and consistent. Mm. So it just flows. Otherwise, it's just chaos. Mm. And you think that everyone, Anyone can be a chef, or do you think that no, they? No. <laughs> so what? What are you looking for in, in these young people coming? What I'm looking for is that commitment and a desire to learn and a good attitude. Mm. No jokers, nobody just no no dickheads, no arrogant people. It, it it's hard. It's like you tell them how it is, and you just want people that like I've got a few guys in the kitchen here that haven't got much qualification but they've got they've got desire mm. they've just got that quality they've, they've got hunger yeah and they're not dickheads they just really want to do it yeah. you know what I mean which is good and they put their head down and they you, I can see them now they're just from where they were to where they are now they're way better yeah which is good and it's interesting you use that word hunger because I was just thinking in my head before about you know um, do 
do young people have that, that hunger for it? Yes and no. Yeah, it's probably ten percent out of ninety that have it. Yeah. They're very, very hard to find. It's, it's a hard job. It is a hard job. There's probably lots, lots of other jobs paying more money now. And, yeah. You know what I mean? I think the problem in Melbourne is you've got lots of cafes that pay. The cafe culture is quite big here, and some of the food's good and some of the food's not good, but they pay pretty well. And then it's just people get nights off and hard to get exactly. a better, better roster, so it's hard to get people for actual real kitchens. Yeah. To do the hard graft. Yeah. So I guess then when you find them, you really want to hold on to them. Well, yeah, I think here what we do is we try to get everyone on 45 to 50 hours. Everyone's on three days off and four days on. Okay, so well, that's pretty good. Two doubles, maybe three doubles in a single, so it's good you always get two days off together. And then you split your other four days, so you get two days on, one day off, two days on. That's great. So it's good. Yeah, so it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And did you always want to be a chef? Yeah, I started cooking when I was 14. My uncle has a restaurant in Ireland, so yeah. I wasn't very good at school. So yeah. it was kind of um, not an easy way out, but it was something I liked, and I just didn't look back. I left yeah. school when I was 16. And, Went to culinary school and came here when I was 19. Wow. Like that. Yeah, that's amazing. So it's good. Gosh, okay. So you weren't, um, so it wasn't long before you came here when you, and you and as far as your cooking career yeah. goes, and you did really well straight away. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I think I got lucky, and I think if you just put your head down and you get in with the right people, it's just, yeah. they take care of you, and I got sponsored by Paul, and yeah. that was it, you know what I mean? I think if you show initiative and put your head down, you can go very far. Mm. That's the main thing. And the, um, the food culture has really changed over that time, hasn't it? The, Here? In the 18th yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Kitchens are probably a lot calmer. Head chefs are... I think the problem with the chefs now is that you got to talk to them differently. You can't be C-U-N-T. Like, you can't, you got to be really... But like you got to be... you got to show them and you just can't expect them to know it. you got to, got to spend the time with them yeah. as well. Yeah. Maybe sit them a little bit and show them, but you you got to talk to people differently. Yeah. I mean, it's a difference. This generation needs lots of feedback yeah. too, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Positive feedback. <laughs> it's good. I think it's great. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Kitchens are probably a lot nicer to work in now, and I think lots of people are trying to get kitchen hours down and make it a better environment for everyone to work in, which well, is good. Well, it's probably a whole thing, isn't it? That if you um, are being a shouty chef, then you're raising those negative vibes within yourself as well, and I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Like it's conveyed I used to food. be. I used to be one of those chefs, but. Yeah. It's probably when nice. You, when you're young and silly. And, yeah, you as well. If you're. Yeah. A Place of calm. Yes. And where are you getting your ideas? My ideas. That's a good idea. Well, I read, read lots of books online, just go for dinner and I don't know, it's just, I've always been good with ideas. I've just always been kind of creative, which is good. Yeah. I'm probably the management side that I probably, I'm good at, but like a more better, better creative side. Yeah. I think a lot of chefs are like that. Some chefs are really creative and some chefs struggle with the admin side, like the yeah. paperwork and stuff. But I think, I just have always been creative, so it's just, I don't know, just, I've got a lot of cookbooks, just reading. I never really steal anything, you just read stuff and you get ideas. And yeah. I just don't like people that copy stuff on Instagram, there's a lot of people that just kind of copy, copy and copy. You see, lots, lots of things you see are just the same. Yeah. You've seen it somewhere else, you've seen that, you've seen that. So just kind of keep it, yeah, just try to do stuff that's a little bit different. And, I don't know, yeah. It's more about flavour and, and it could be anything. writing crap, just writing stuff down. Yeah. I might have three ideas for three dishes and might make one dish. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might all be three not very good dishes, but you might get one dish out of those three dishes. It's a lot of trial and error as well. Yeah, I was it's a lot of like, you might have a really good idea on paper, but it's crap, it doesn't work. It might seem like it's in the kitchen down for service. It just doesn't, there's lots of elements. So you gotta think when you design a dish, it's like, 
how it's gonna work for the kitchen. Yeah. Because you're not gonna put a dish on that like just fuck service. Like it's gonna so you just gotta be smart about what you yeah, totally. how you do as well. Yeah. Anybody can put a dish on the menu. We gotta think about how it, re- how it reflects on the kitchen as well. Mm. Happy chefs, happy kitchen. It's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, do you enjoy eating your own food? It's just a new idea that's come to me. Because yeah, you, you, have, you to, have to eat it. Yes, or I was you don't know. to Khan at um, Sunda, and he said he just doesn't like eating his own food because he's really critical of it. And he, so there's too much shit on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said really he just spends six hours like, on his day off cooking, and he loves that whole process, but he doesn't want to eat it. Well, I think Khan's really good. He's really young. He's really critical. Yeah. And he's like, he's really pushing pushing the boundaries, his food's amazing, like, yeah. but I think he'll probably, he's probably that kind of guy, it's just what he is, Yeah. he's just like, but you're, you're happy to eat your food, well, I think you have I to kind of want to, I want the chef I to like I'm not going to come here on my day off and eat, but um, I'll always taste it and have me, like, yeah. you have to, Yeah. you have to taste the dishes, especially if you have something on the menu, like a signature dish, you got to, you got to keep trying it, because people keep coming for it, and say like, we got potato focaccia here, we mushrooms and grain oil and stuff but like if the balance is up the dish, is, the dish doesn't work yeah so if the mushrooms aren't pickled properly and or the stracciatella is too wet or the green oil is not made properly and people keep coming back for it then it's got to be the same all the time so i think they're the big ones you got to check make sure the consistency of the ones that are always on the menu they're the most important ones because people they're yeah. the ones that should be just set but you, yeah you have to taste because people people are tired People don't read recipes sometimes, it's just people just do stupid things mm. for no reason and then if you don't taste it and you send out 10 portions crap then you yeah. gotta fix it so you can't you can't get everything you can't try your best. Yeah. How does something become a signature dish? Do you do you decide the customers decide that they decide that you never suddenly decide. realize you never like it's Are you surprised like with Andrew the lobster roll or you you don't know until you put it on. Yeah. Then you can't take it off the menu. Yeah. It's just people like the focaccia will never come off here probably because people like it. And then the duck and pork croquettes that we have here, it's just people are something. You can't, like, it's when we would try to open here, people were going, oh, what's your signature dish going to be? And I said, you can't decide, that's, that's up to the customers. Like, we could put something on the menu and go, oh, that's alright. Then customers go, it's amazing. And then you just don't leave it on. I don't know, I think anyone writes a menu going, this is up to signature dish. No, okay. It's like it's, then you get sick of making it. Oh, yes and no, but you, you refine it and tweak it and. There's always ways of like, you know what I mean? Mm. Julian Hills was saying in Nawi, I think did he work at Super as well? Anyway. Oh, he, Navi, that place in Nawi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, um, he changes he, all the time, doesn't he? Yes, because yeah. he said that as soon as he's uh, like had the idea and worked it out and executed it, then he's over it, isn't it? Well, the, 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 I find the problem with that is like consistency as well. If you, if you change too much, there's no consistency. And that's, that's my thing. It's just like we're busy here. We do, yeah. we do a lot of covers, so if you're changing the menu all the time... Well, it's a different style. Yeah, it's Degustation different. Like, you gotta, it's, I think degustation you have to because that's all you do. You do the yeah. same thing every single night. Yeah. Where here it's just like, it's, consistency is a big thing. Mm. You know I mean, it's, it's hard enough to change menu as it is when you go to change it. So if you had to change it every week, it's just impossible. And you don't have the time to do it. What if your product's not consistent? Like, do you have to, you have to make it, um, allowances for maybe well, different parts of the season, the vegetables are slightly different? or? Yeah, well... well I'm not trying to think of it. Yeah, you do. So, like our stracciatella dish, the stracciatella might be wet sometimes from the producers. We've got to send it back. Or, but we can substitute with ricotta. So, we, like, you got to have a, you kind of got to have something a bit sleek. So, we can put ricotta instead of stracciatella and it works quite well. Mm. As long as you have something that's back up, mm. it's good. But vegetables, yeah, vary. But I put uh, like the Asian 
we do the eight images and the notes and stuff with the so we can get dogs all, re- all year round, which is good. Mm. But you know, other things will change seasonally. Mm. All of the dishes, vegetables, yes. We do like a really nice tomato salad with anchovy dressing, which you can only do in summer. Yeah, everyone, everyone raves about it, but it's like you're not going to serve with shit tomatoes in, in no. winter. It's right. People can wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? With things like that, they have to wait. Yeah. I think that's good as well because you get, like, summer's really good for vegetables, but winter's not a, it's mm. different. Yeah. With vegetables in spring and summer weather. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's like asparagus that you can get all year round, but it does taste much better. It's crap. Like, you were getting really good asparagus. Spring, yeah. you can, if you want to use Mexican and Chile as, Chilean asparagus in winter, you can, but it's, it's not point. No. It's not as good. No. Not as juicy. And do you still get surprised by flavour? Flavour? By someone else's dish or...? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The guys at um, Barris Harrison, next to Sunday, like um, Tom's cooking here, it's really good food, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Really, really good. Um, it is like really good. Um, have you been? No. It's really good, like cheese ma'ul. It's like a dessert. It's like a really short, really, really short pastry filled with cheese and it's served on like dried fig chutney. It's like fucking amazing. It's just like really sweet and cheesy and like it's delicious. Wow. It's really good. I haven't tried canned food, but I really want to try canned food. Yeah. Everyone said it's really, really flavoursome. Mm. But yeah, you're always surprised. It's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good. I just don't like chefs that are haters and go everywhere and just don't like anyone else's food. No. Yeah, you've got you to gotta be open to Do you think there is flavors. a community amongst, do you feel like there is a community amongst chefs in Melbourne or is everyone yeah. just doing their own thing? Yeah, definitely is now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. More than there was. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Everyone's really good friends. Like, I'm good friends with Dave, uh, Tom, uh, Imla, good friends with Victor. Everyone is in the same loop. Everyone's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it, that, that's the way it should be sharing and instead of being mm. dickheads and keeping everything to yourself. It's not nice. No. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank that's you. it? Yeah. Good. <laughs>